Breakups are often the symptom of problems in a relationship. My workbook series, The Knowledge, is focused on helping you change your life in four key areas. Retaining the information that I teach, personal growth, improving your relationships, and of course, reattracting your ex. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. Hi there, I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're going to be talking about help. I'm obsessed with my ex. Oh, yes. Oh, it's so frustrating. It's very common to feel completely obsessed with your ex where they are just consuming you. Day and night, it wakes you up in the middle of the night. You can't focus at work. When you're driving, all you can think about it. You're just constantly replaying things in your mind, trying to figure out what's going on with them. Kind of like a film with little scenes coming by. Yeah. I've, I've noticed that, you know, a lot of people, when they're going through a breakup, will just constantly replay imaginary arguments yeah. or how they would like to say the right. argument differently right. if they had the chance or what they could say. And so we just become totally consumed by it. And it's perfectly normal. Right. Right? Absolutely. And I think most people that have been broken up with feel like that. We're going to talk about why. we got some really good reasons that look in deep inside of why this happens to you. Okay? So, one of the first things that I wanted to talk about is that breakups are traumatic. Okay? Absolutely. Traumatic. Meaning that they would overwhelm anyone's defensive system. Okay. And why is it like that? Well, because you feel helpless, right? Absolutely. And that is the ultimate scary feeling for human beings. Going back to evolution, um, the biggest fear we have is being abandoned by our mother and starving to death or being a predator's lunch. Mm -hmm. Okay, and those were literal, realistic fears back in the cave days. Absolutely. Okay? Um, so and even up until just maybe a few hundred years ago. Right, um, and probably still in some places. Sure. Yeah. So if you get abandoned somewhere, you know, where there were wild animals, that's the end of you. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a basic human fear, and when someone you've loved and trusted um, breaks up with you. Um, you feel like your worst fear has been realized. It, and you're scared, and you're anxious, and you feel totally helpless because there's nothing you can do any more than you could if you were abandoned in the wild. Yeah, and so it takes you back to like when you're an infant and you're helpless and you cannot take care of yourself. What do you do when you're an infant and you're, you're screaming and you're crying and you feel like death? Of course, you don't remember that. Many of you won't. Some of you might. Yeah, some could. Um, but that intense, overwhelming feeling, how you felt as a baby when you were left in a crib or not picked up or not given a bottle when you were hungry, right. and, and that may have happened to many of you. Sure. That feeling is how you feel after you have been broken up with. And it's wordless terror because you don't have words yet. Mm -hmm. Now you do because you're a grown-up, which is a big help. But the initial feeling goes right back there. Yes. So the feelings of helplessness the evolutionary wiring that we are meant to stay close to our caregivers right. um, 
it, it, the, the terror mm -hmm. is just so overwhelming and your brain starts releasing chemicals. Okay, there's a biological component to this that you have to understand. Your brain is going to release all kinds of stress hormones and chemicals right. that are telling you go back to your partner which is like go back to your loved ones otherwise you will die right and exactly so right your yeah. body feels like death because it's trying to get you to escape death and it doesn't know it doesn't understand that this is a romantic relationship. It feels like it feels a life or death situation. It feels like life or death, absolutely it right. It really does. Which it would have been at one time. Yeah. So, what happens is, your brain is trying to keep you alive. And so it will constantly get you to obsess over trying to survive. Which means, reuniting with the ex. Trying to get that person back. Right. Yeah. So I have to do this or I'll die. I'll have to do this or I'll die. And that's why we feel like that. Yeah. And so we have these obsessive thoughts. Right. right. And it's almost like OCD. And part of that is that you, when you call up this person, you feel safe again. Right? Yes. Um, and that sounds absolutely crazy, we know. But your psyche says to you, I'm trying to fix things for you. I see that you're in terrible distress. So you miss Joe? Wait a minute. I'll help you think about Joe. Here's a picture. Here's another one and another one and another one. Oh, you want to go to work and get some stuff done? Oh, okay, but you're upset without Joe. So let me throw you a few more pictures. Mm -hmm. Okay? So the obsessive thoughts keep coming and coming. And as you can see, it's somehow an attempt to fix something. That's right. As many symptoms start out to be. Yeah. Something that's originally adaptive. It's trying to keep you safe. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So and, think about Joe. You'll be fine. And, you know, one of the things that can be confusing about a breakup is you're like, you know, I broke up with Sue two years ago. I was fine. This doesn't bother me. Right. And that happens a lot. There will be many people in your life that you've broken up with that you weren't devastated over. Or even if they broke up with you, you're like, that one wasn't so bad. Right. Why is this one so bad? My theory is that it's because that person feels very familiar. And what I mean by that is that you think of fa familiar family. They feel more like a caregiver to you. Right? And so if your uh, partner or your ex feels more like um, a family member, a mother, a father, a caregiver of some type, that love feels familiar, now it really feels like you're abandoning your mom and dad. Right. Um, and that sounds like a tricky kind of concept. But if you break up with somebody, and we're all drawn to people who remind us of our parents, no matter what kind of different suits they wear from each other. You could marry, you know, a friend of mine married a Brazilian dancer, because she didn't look anything like his mother from Queens and mm -hmm. she turned out to be just like mother from Queens. <laughs> so the more we have found someone who's familiar to us and feels like family, the worse this becomes because now you're abandoning your parents, all your loved ones kind of rolled up into one and it's awful. Yeah. And your body isn't doing you any help either oh, by releasing you, all the you, stress hormones. Are you hormones. anxious, Joe? Oh, here, <laughs> let me send you some adrenaline so that you can get away from the predator that's on its way right now. Um, and let me send you a few more pictures of Joe. So your, your psyche in trying to help makes things worse. 
Now, the other thing that's a different component is that for some people, breakups are harder than others. Right. If you have had attachment trauma in your childhood, where you felt abandoned, unloved, neglected, your needs weren't met, you were isolated, you felt alone, maybe you felt like you were starving, and all those things have happened to you before, well now, it's like, oh my God, it's happening again. Right. Yep. Because every trauma kind of brings back every other trauma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, it's harder for you if you've had attachment trauma with your caregivers in the past because now it feels like you're losing that caregiver again. Right. And you're going through that helplessness again. Right. Okay? But sometimes, you know, you feel like you're going crazy, but sometimes if you know where some of this is coming from, if nothing else, it makes you feel less crazy. Exactly. And one of the first things to do is to remind yourself that you're not little anymore, you are an adult, and you have resources, and you don't have to be that kind of scared in reality. Okay? And that's why Margaret and I are always trying to educate you guys. And so you can understand yourself better and the situation better because it's going to help you feel so much better when you understand why you were feeling yeah. so nothing, obsessed. There's nothing wrong with you. I mean, it's not that you're crazy. It's that this is a very difficult experience mm -hmm. and for reasons we hope make sense. And so you're obsessing, right? Probably day and night. You can't stop thinking about that person, what happened, how it played out, what you're going to do, how you're going to handle it. And it's terrifying, so what do you do? You drive past their house, you drive past their work, you stalk them on social media, and to the point where you'll stalk and you'll stare at Facebook for hours. Oh, they haven't logged in in six hours. He, she must be with him. Oh, they haven't been on Instagram. You're looking at Instagram, you're looking at Twitter, you're looking at every WhatsApp. They haven't logged in since Tuesday, right? You're starting to look at all of these things. I understand why you're doing it and that you do it. So who else is she hanging out with, mm -hmm. right? And, and a big part of that is so you still feel connected to them. Right. If you know what's going on in, your, in their life, you feel that I'm still connected. I know what's going on. I'm not so uh, scared. Right? It'd be like if your parents abandoned you in the woods right? and you had no idea where they were at or what they're doing, but then you had a crystal ball and you could look into it to see what they're at and what they're doing. You wouldn't feel so scared at that campsite because at least you'd be like, they're not here, but I know where they're at. I'm sa I feel safer. That sounds like the plot of a Disney movie, <laughs> right? It could be. <laughs> if they steal that idea. But you have that, you have that crystal ball and you can see them, of course you're going to feel a whole lot better because yeah. you know they're okay. Yeah. yeah. And so you also are using it to try and assess the situation and figure out what to do with it. Yeah. So you could be like, oh, well, she's hanging out with this guy. Who's this guy? Let me look at him. And then you start to stalk that guy. You look at his pictures a hundred different times. Oh, look at this. Look at that. I know this about him now. So you can try and change how things go or figure out a way to, to move things in your favor, mm -hmm. right? So, the focus during this time really should be on personal growth. I cannot stress this enough, right? The rest of it will get you nowhere. It really won't. You do all this stalking and, and obsessing and fantasizing about how you could have redid an argument. That's not going to help you. That energy can go into improving yourself and focusing on who you want to be 
and how you can be a better partner. It's critical because if you don't, you're going to wind up getting right back in the situation, unable to handle it, and it falls apart again. Yes, and we see that over and over. You guys don't see what we see behind the scenes, the, co the coaching that we do every day, the email coachings, the Skypes, and I try and warn you guys because I know what's going to happen if you don't really work on yourself, if you don't really commit to personal growth and correcting the areas that were problems in the relationship. Yes, and the other thing is you may have been so caught up in the relationship, remember that you were drunk on hormones, that you have in some way forgotten your own needs. And I think many, many people quickly find that out when they take our advice and start to think about themselves, their own needs, their own wants, and where they really want to go from here. So it's easy to forget about ourselves and get wrapped up in the other. Margaret and I always believe in personal growth and doing every effort that you can to better yourself. Um, when we see you guys reunite with an ex and then it falls apart again, it, it, it upsets us. It's we, painful for us we don't, too. We yes. don't want that to happen. We want you guys right. to be successful. Yeah. But everybody works at a different level. It's like a bell curve. Right? Where are you in that curve? Are you towards the upper end? You know, I, I got to tell you, Margaret, I talked to a girl yesterday. Uh -huh. I was blown away. Ready for this? Yeah. She did all five of my workbooks. Wow. Get this. In eight days. She did nothing else. Eight days. Wow. That is incredible. Yes. That's 35 videos right. uh, over, I don't even know how many pages, 120, 130 mm -hmm. pages worth of work. Mm -hmm eight days wow she just she said i was off and that's all i focused on good for her blown away good for her I, you know not that you have to take the marathon approach but that works no for her. no for her. i don't i didn't if expect you this, guys she said i'm really gonna do this i yes. didn't expect anybody to be able to do anything like that, that how she did seemed... she feel after she felt really good good and she's like where are the next workbooks? <laughs> <laughs> we can't grind them out that fast. I know. Right? But then you have people that don't work as hard and they don't do as much effort. And I got a Skype message today. I wanted to share it with you guys. This is only part of the message. I had to leave part of it out. But he said to me, uh, you will be disappointed. He signed up for another Skype with me. And that's why Good. he sent me the message. Good. You will be disappointed to know that I was able to reattract re Rebecca got her to move back in, but didn't hold up to my end of the promises. I did do some work, but didn't work hard enough. And once again, she's in the process of moving out her belongings and said, we are over for good. Oh, he must feel terrible. And you know who this is. You did a coaching with this person did too. Did I? Yeah. I've done, uh, I think, two coachings with him. And you did, I think, one or two. Okay. So, you know, it's frustrating because we're trying to give you as many skills and tools as we can, but, you know, reattracting an ex and repairing a broken relationship where somebody felt like they had to leave is not easy, but it can be done. Yeah, it can be done. And everybody, you're in different situations. How things broke up, what the relationship was like, your ability to uh, relate in a relationship or to attach or to bond or their ability to attach and bond, all those are factors. And you have to consider them all. But, you know, Margaret and I are, of course, here for those of you that want to do Skypes with us. 
We're going to do our best to look at your situation and help you come up with a plan. Yeah, I was going to say, not keeping your promises will never work because the other part partner keeps a tally. You promised the following four things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, You've gone right back to the old yeah. ways. I knew this was going to happen. I'm done. Yeah. That's, That's what happens. exactly right. Yeah. So if you make a promise, you have to keep it. Yeah. And a lot of you guys are just going to be promising as soon as somebody breaks up with you because you're just desperately trying to get them back. Sure. But you have to mean it. And, you know, if you say you're going to go to AA and counseling, you have to do it. But hopefully this will give you some insight into why you're obsessing so badly over your ex. It's normal. Yep. Most people feel like this when somebody has broken up with them. And you can make changes. You can come up with a plan and you can better your opportunity when it comes along. Yes, you can. So that's it for this video. If you want to get our help personally, just go to my website, askcraig.net, sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching. I do Skype coaching. If you got to get with me right away, I do offer emergency Skype coaching. Margaret is also available for Skype coaching. And I have been very busy, so thank you all for signing up and for your kind words. I'm happy to hear from you. Be sure to subscribe to the channel and like the video. That's it for this one, though. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon. I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different, and every breakup is different. Work with me, and you'll get professional help on your situation. Just click on the link in the description below or go to my website, AskCraig.net.